No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly. I can hear myself. Okay, good. I can hear you too. And I can hear you pretty well. Guys, welcome to another edition of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. We are here in Dan Garcia's house. We are using his podcast equipment. And we are doing that because I'm doing this on the cheap. So that's why we're going to keep all the technical fuckery right at the beginning. Uh, We're just going to keep that right in there. Joining me today on the podcast is... A good close friend of mine, one of my favorite people in this whole entire city, Ms. Jessica Morley, a.k.a. Squirrel. I know her as Squirrel. If she calls me and her phone and the number pops up as Jessica Morley, it takes me a second to figure out who the (laughs) fuck is there because I just know her as Squirrel. But uh, she is... uh, Say hi, Jess. Hi. Hey. Hi. So... She uh, she and I met while I was working at Jewel Overnight, uh, one of my favorite jobs in the history of me working. She was one of my night people. My ex as well was one of my night people who would come by, <laughs> hang out with me at night, make it suck a little bit less. And, uh, and she lived right around the corner, so she would come in, uh, buy scratch-off tickets, buy what we call white trash pizzas, which are the Totino's... Uh, the Totino's pizza, party pizzas. Party pizza. Uh, when's Co- the last combination, time you had, too. The combination. You got to get the combination. When's the last time you had one? Uh, a month ago. A month ago. They're fucking amazing. They're so right? good. They're really good. They're good. Like, you could knock out one, two. They're probably made out of just pure cancer dust, but it's they're delicious. Check them out. This episode <laughs> of the Epic Cheat Day podcast is unofficially brought to you by Totino's, <laughs> makers of pizza rolls and party pizzas. The party pizzas are like, you get 10 of them for $5. They cost nothing. And Joel has them now. Remember they took them away? Remember they, when they, you, we were friends? We... They fucking took them away from us. Why? Why? We bonded over these fucking pizzas. Oh my God. Um, that's when we met. Yeah. You the, were like, hey, are these any good? I'm like, What? Yeah, she bought it. I actually for the told register. you. I actually said to you first time, white trash pizza. White trash pizza. <laughs> you don't know about white trash pizza. Now, Jess, give the audience a little bit of a background. They're probably confused. They're like, wait, you have mostly comics on here? No, I celebrate all art platforms. And also, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have Jessica on here is because she, like myself, has been working for the entire time during the pandemic. Me, I just recently lost my job, but. She's been working the entire time throughout the pandemic, being customer faces facing. And for a lot of uh, a lot of my listeners, or for some of my listeners, they haven't really been out there all that much. So, so Squirrel Jessica, what's your experience been during the pandemic? What's it like working? Tell people what you do first and foremost. Well, I'm a flight attendant for Southwest Airlines. The best airline. Uh, yeah, I. Epic Cheat Day podcast unofficially unofficially sponsored by Southwest Airlines. <laughs> Fly Southwest. Say hi to. Jessica Squirrel Morley. So you fly for Southwest and you've been doing so during the pandemic. What's that been like? Well, I don't ever since I guess the real quarantine started when they got really serious and we stopped serving. We stopped serving passengers maybe March. March. So okay, we, wow. That was actually that's fairly early on. That's uh We as flight attendants, we have been well, we serve water now and pretzels to keep limited contact for the passengers. Um, Both of them packaged 
yeah, thing. yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're, you're not mixing. Well, at first we were giving out cans of water, and then noticing which we sh- they should have known at the beginning that people were going to take it, even though not then not drink it. Yeah. So we noticed we had a lot of waste going on. We had passion out um, cans of water, but yeah. So now we just do a tray of water and pretzels, and then so we have almost sometimes five hours to do absolutely nothing. Wow. Okay. And at before at Southwest, if anyone's ever flown Southwest, you know that we are constantly up and down the aisle. We never get to sit down. Like maybe whenever you get to sit down on the jump seat with a salad, you got somebody coming back there like, oh, when you're finished, can you? It's just constantly. And now it's nothing. You're basically just another passenger at this yeah, point. That... It's, it's extremely difficult not to fall asleep. <laughs> wow. When you have a aircraft that holds uh, 175 people and there's four people on there wow yeah and that's the other that was the one point i wanted to get to is like so people are very spaced out obviously you know i'm sure that they can't be comfortable being in a very compact space for a long period of time you know having you know an airborne pathogen that they're potentially spreading around um well uh, no because we just i believe Hold on, now we're here. And that, see, this is the nitty-gritty stuff you guys need to be hearing about the inside track of this, yeah. uh, of how flying works now. If you haven't flown or if you were curious how people are doing it. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to, uh, like, the months, okay, I really just kind of go together. I'm trying to think when we opened up our middle seating. So from, again, I don't know exactly what day or what month, maybe March, April, we eliminated the middle seats, which didn't really matter because no one was flying anyways. So, I mean, that was the time... When we had three, four, five passengers, every leg all day, and it was it was something that we took. Uh, we're gonna wish we took more for granted, you know. Yeah. We start actually working again, but it's actually <laughs> it's actually really hard. It was a lot hard for a lot of flight attendants. I had friends that absolutely that said, you know, even I'm not gonna name their names, but I'm thinking about this one person that said to Southwest, you know, we're bored. We want to serve again. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, let's like, let's, let's enjoy this. Yeah, let's, let's appreciate what we have right now. I'm playing my Nintendo, my, my Switch. Yeah, I have. Oh She's an God. avid gamer, by the way, guys. You can yes. see her on Animal Crossing. <laughs> she has been rocking the hell out of this. I made game a Waffle House. Did I tell you that? She made a Waffle House. Dude. Guy. Okay, for people who don't know what a Waffle House <laughs> is, Waffle House is probably one of the best establishments that we don't have here in Chicago. God, I want to open one up so bad in Boys Town. I'd like, make money. Like, that was what I was thinking when when I lived in Queens, New York. I was just like, if Queens had a Waffle House, you'd print money How do you money even know it. about Waffle House? You're from North. Yeah, but I went down to Orlando, like, not, um, like... Oh, we got them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's the only restaurant in Orlando, and... God, it's so good. You drop $10 at a Waffle House, you're feeding a family of 16. It's unbelievable. That's me being dramatic, but, you know, Waffle... I would love to have Waffle House as a sponsor we, of this I'm podcast. telling you, whoever, if you're listening to this and you're an investor, give me some money, I'm going to make so much money. I don't actually think they'll allow Waffle House up here. I, yeah, I probably, I there's probably a health code. No, there's a health code thing. No I'm way. Sure. What's wrong? Waffle kidding. House is clean. All right, I'm about to the, say... Wait, Waffle House is clean? Okay, well, I, if you... Waffle House is uh, clean the way that White Castle, my favorite eating establishment, is... A, fr- a couple of friends of mine were trying to break my balls. Oh, White Castle's terrible food. I know. I still it's like it. It's fast It's all terrible. All of it's terrible. White Castle... It's delicious. That, that's what makes it delicious. It has a, that extra level of terrible on it. Guys, hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast... Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Instagram, Facebook. Now, I mentioned before that Jessica is also an artist. 
Jessica, tell them about your art form. So I, during quarantine, picked up tie-dyeing. Tie-dyeing. And she does ink. She's tie-dyed literally everything. <laughs> right now, we're sitting at a table. It has a tablecloth on here that's tie-dye. There is a wall printing that's tie-dye. I'm looking at three tie-dye shirts and a tie-dye pillowcase. Um, and you have an Instagram, don't you, for your tie-dye, Yes, correct? yes. My, my swirl squirrel. Swirl squirrel at Instagram. Guys, check out some of her pieces. Uh, I'm sure if you hit her up, you could probably negotiate... Uh, I love. I would love it. Right? I would love. I love building or making like shirts or anything. I do bandanas, hats. I love making it for people besides my boyfriend and my friend. I just give. They don't have a choice. If you're my yeah. friend, you have tie dye. Exactly. You she has offered me tie dye, and I've had to refuse it. And much yeah. to her dismay. You know what? I actually have a, a a size for you. Actually, really good one I made. I don't have to give it to you. You have to wear my tie dye. I gotta wear her tie dye, guys. You gotta wear her tie dye. Check out her tie dye at Swirl Squirrel, Swirl Squirrel, or Squirrel Swirls. Swirl Squirrels. Well, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put. (laughs) Listen, I'm gonna put the link in the description so you guys could check out what she does. And like, you have to understand now. True or false? You're a hippie, right? And you have a hippie background. I mean, how do I have a hippie background? Forty-seven. Yeah, but weren't you? Wasn't your mom a hippie? She yeah. raised it. Yeah, so yeah. she was raised by a hippie in the south. That's why you hear a little bit of a southern drawl. She's from Georgia, but you know, and you don't associate that really with hippies. But she's definitely a hippie. <laughs> we don't. Georgian hippies, all Georgia. Everybody in Georgia apparently is a hippie. Um, we were at five below before, and she was just looking at all the positive affirmation. Everybody hug each other. Hey, kind you know, people things. are my kind of people. Kind people are her kind of people, guys. Kind people are her kind of people. And when she says that, she means it's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. She also is not one of the least full of shit people I've ever met. Like in comics, if you're listening to this, you can learn a lot from people like her because she like the person you're talking to is the person she is, the person she's always going to be. And uh, that is very commendable. (laughs) Um, how, how, what do you do to stay positive? Like you're one of the least cynical people I've met. What do you do to stay positive? I don't know. That's a really hard question. I don't know. Uh, I kind of just, I think I do whatever I want to do. Okay. So guys, (laughs) unless you're a serial killer. (laughs) Well, like today, my feet, my, my foot bath, I was going to make you a foot bath too. Well, she offered to make me a foot bath with Epsom salt. I... I'm still kind of literary of the whole Epsom thing. Plus, I haven't been doing anything, so my feet aren't really, uh, they're not really too sore. She offered to make one. But she was like, fuck it. My feet hurt. I'm going to make an Epsom salt bath for my feet. And sure enough, she went ahead and did it. It was actually from well, from the Dollar Tree because I get all my tie-dye equipment from there. Uh, Fucking Dollar Tree rocks. Guys, Epic Cheat Day Podcast sponsored in part by <laughs> Dollar Tree. Hell yeah. Got, me and this young lady have shopped in Dollar Tree. Like, we shop in Dollar Tree the way people, like, you know, go high-end clothes shopping. We'll be in there for an hour minimum. Spending $10 on aluminum foil. On aluminum I foil. Can't. But it's so much aluminum foil because everything's It's actually way better when you get it. But, but you know, <laughs> you yeah. get a... I, I somehow spend, like, yesterday, 50 bucks at the dollar store. But I got a lot of stuff. Yeah, but that's exactly. You got a lot of stuff. stuff. It's going to last you for for a while. Is it the best quality? Listen, that's not the point. You got 50 items for $50. That's pretty fucking good. And Dan Um, loves it when I bring it all home. 
By the way, Dan, okay, so she and I, part of the reason why I'm doing this at Dan Garcia's house, okay, like Dan Garcia again. Jessica and Dan Garcia's house. Jessica yeah. and Dan yeah. Garcia's house. She will be, ta- <laughs> will you be, ta- when, you got, when you guys get married, you're going to be taking his name, you're going to do the whole hyphenated. No, I love my middle, well, I, don't, I don't, I love my middle name and my last name. I, but I do like Jessica Garcia. I like great. Jessica Garcia too. I mean, it's a Jessica good song, May Garcia. Man. I can keep my middle name. I, I like that. Good. I mean, it's yes, it's a it's a good amount of syllables too. But they flow. They it flow flows. very it flows. exactly, and that's all that really matters. It flows. So, <laughs> what happened was so okay. So we so Jessica and I, Squirrel and I, were hanging out. She's a huge fan of comedy. Who's your favorite comedian other than Dan Garcia? Who's your favorite? Uh, right comedian? in the second, uh, Sebastian. Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco. So or can I name two? Yeah. I can't name three. Um, uh, I'm going to do Mark, Nor- Mark Norman. Mark Norman's another Nate one. Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. Nate Loves Nate Bargatze. Love Nate Bargatze. Ma- but Mark loves- Norman is my, na- my new man right now. He's good. He's really good. Um, so she loves stand-up. She's a big fan of stand-up. Okay. I told her I was a stand-up. And, you know, so we got into a conversation. So here was the benefit. So I worked overnight at Jewel. She lived a block away. So I would leave Jewel. And instead of going home, which my house isn't that far away from Jewel, but it's a sizable enough walk where it's like, well, if she's awake, I could go over there and crash on the couch. I was cooking. And cooking because, you know, you know, got to feed, (laughs) feed me too. Go over there. Eat some pizza or whatever, knock out, which was awesome. And then we'd watch comedy or we'd watch movies. And then I, and I would always them. make you watch something I wanted to watch. Of some course. comedy, yep. But it was fun, though. Cause it was or then I'd put stuff. something really, like, dark on. Always. What is it? <laughs> Ladies, what is it with the fucking, I need to watch every episode of a serial killer rapist thing? Like, are you fucking, why? I think, I think what, what people don't, cannot comprehend and understand the idea that man can do things that they do. Okay. So, I don't. Uh, it's fascinating. All right. In a I way, mean, like the you can be the like for me. I have a hard time, especially everything with politics right now. Everything yeah. there's so much negativity in the world, and Absolutely. it just makes me. It hurts like thinking about. I don't know. They, well, see that, but there it goes to show you. See, her positivity also comes from. She's one of the more empathic people I've met too. So, you know, she is sensitive to these types of things, and I get it. Like seeing something like that, you have to be able to try to figure out, like, wow, somebody could actually reach yeah, they these can, depths. They, they and do this. Man, mankind, like, does the, like yeah. without remorse, without empathy. It, I think some just, people are legitimately just not born with that. Like they yeah. just, it's it's a missing piece, and um, and yeah, yeah, and mo- I mean, most of your, you know, yeah, sociopaths or psychopaths, isn't that is that the right way? To yeah, say sociopaths, it, right? sociopaths. I, I God, and you would think I'd know this with you know my knowledge of psych, but uh, the sociopaths, uh, are sociopaths camp. do it do it out of joy. Uh, sociopaths do it. Um, because they don't care, and psychopaths do it out of joy, right? I think so. I think uh, psychopaths feel remorse when yeah. sociopaths do not, because they can't physically. Yeah, they can't. Right? And but like a psychopath, like they they feel the remorse, but that's kind of like a they they like that feeling as opposed to I don't know. I I guess I, I'm. I think um some couple of things I've watched recently that kind of um show an example of sociopath personalities. Did I say that right? Yeah. Um. One was uh, the Joker. I mean, yeah. the way that they're pr- they're practicing how to laugh, smile, um, conversate with people because they can't do it naturally. I yeah, guess. 
Um, and I actually, had a, I had a period of my life. Sorry to cut you off. I had a period of my life where um, I had uh, psychologically, I basically flatlined. I had a, a breakdown, and there was a six month period. Well, actually, it lasted closer to a year, but like six months where it was heavy, where I lost all affect. So I had to all lost all what affect. So affect is your expression of your emotion. Oh my! What? So like, in other words, like I'd feel the emotion. I just wouldn't be able to express. Where'd it, it. go? Where, it's where? just it's just gone. It was just gone. Um, it was everything was leveled PTSD? off. PTSD. Well, I what happened? What what I think happened, and what, the way it was explained to me was like the event was traumatic enough where just part of my brain just shut down. Jeez. So like, that. so it was, so I've, I've kind of been exaggerated. So I have a, a kind of an exaggerated reaction to a lot of things. So where somebody would laugh, I'd laugh a little bit harder because that was the way for a long time. Like I would approximate like, oh, I can't, I know I'm supposed to laugh here. So I would like overdo it. So, yeah. So they're not like that. No, with them, it's just like, no, they really have to like go at. How the, did we get on sociopaths? Oh, because you you love watching serial killer and dark shit while I'm trying to sleep at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. I always message after, you like, dude, this is so fucked up. So you gotta watch it and let and then call me immediately after, which you always do. Like so, Sex in the City too. Sex in the City, but Sex in the City is fucking awesome. And you know what? There is some traumatic parts of Sex in the City because those two movies. We could have a whole podcast. That's a whole about podcast about, about Sex in the City. How do you drop a ball on that? Those fucking movies. The last season too sucked. Last season the was part just, like six part like half yeah half and half and yeah. then we're gonna go for high drama like nobody watches the show for that they completely cut out the cutaways when people were talking to the camera I used to like that really part. oh yeah they did they stopped that like first or second season like, it was really just cool. like that's what made your show like that was a mm-hmm. like, that was an interesting little hook anyway it was yeah we could talk about that um what else did I want to bring up okay so. So we were we hung out a lot back then, and then she was like, "I really want to see you perform." So I was performing at, um, oh god, I want to say it's Chicago Joe's, Joe's. On Broadway or at Joe's. Yeah, Chicago Joe's. We were. Uh, what was the name of the show? Aaron McDavis runs it. Um, uh, Lancey Joe runs it. The, and for people who don't know, what I'm talking about these are comics on the scene. They're running a show out of a bar, and I want to say the bar's name is Chicago Joe's. At Joe's something, I feel like. So yeah. Joe's uh, on. I don't know. Well, Joe's on Weeds is a different place, but uh, oh. oh god, and I can't remember the name of the show. Anyhow, I was booked on it. Dan Garcia was booked on it. Uh, Jessica Diana was booked on it, and you know, Squirrel came through. She actually brought she brought an audience with I her. Which, two ladies, with two me. three ladies, ladies came. Three ladies came, and like she didn't know this at the time, but based on what a lot of people see as turnouts for a lot of local shows i mean that's like three audience members is a good amount of audience members especially for a show done on weeknights and i'm these guys run a hell of a show i mean it's a, it it's a fun. nice space for it was fun i bring her and that's where she met the love of her life mr dan garcia and then through her and him i started hanging out with both of them and that's why you know i kind of like you know me and dan are warming up to each other we're kind of friends at this point so that's pretty cool i like having friends that's a good thing how do you feel about friends uh i mean yeah uh, they are family you know yeah They're especially like especially not besides the fact i live away from my family i mean i came and go see my family i fly for free huh? i haven't seen my mom in over a year see, over the- way over a year and a half now and that's the thing, like you. So you have your mom as your family, but you also now have this extended family through. Oh yeah, through but your I, I, I'm like you know I'm very friendly. I can 
But I don't allow a lot of people in, like close into my life, and I don't think it's intentional. Me saying that out loud is making me actually think about that. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's you know? and that's completely justifiable. Now, here's the other thing too: she's an amazing cook, and I've and being the whole family vibe, she has absolutely invited me into her home for uh, for uh, holiday meals, and they have been fucking phenomenal. Oh, thank you. So. Thanksgiving was. Uh, that was so funny, me, because we had to cancel our Thanksgiving. But they all had all the food. They had all the food. They had to cancel their Thanksgiving. And you know what she did? Instead of not, she drove and brought me, you know, a, 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 a few. Uh, by the way, I still have to give you your Tupperware back. She brought mm-hmm, me Tupperware mm-hmm. full of food. I want, my, I want my Dollar Tree Tupperware back. You should get your Dollar Betty Tree. Betty Crocker, I think. Listen, that's, that's that shit it. lasts, man. People I, are losing money. We are gaining money. We're gaining from money at from Dollar shopping Tree. at Just Dollar Tree. Guys, you are hearing it here on the Epicite podcast. <laughs> whether you're on a budget or whether you have all the money in the world, it doesn't matter. Dollar Tree. Batteries, man. Batteries. For a dollar. How can you go wrong with that? Guys, you know, it, and this is something, it terrifies me, but I know one day I'm going to have to do it. They have dollar stakes. In the no, freezer. They don't. Yes, no, they, they do. don't. What kind yes, of steak? Yes, they fucking. I don't know what they. I it confused. I don't know what animal it is. I don't. Well, know. we gotta check that out. You know, I've had their mozzarella sticks. I've been kind of dabbling in a little bit in the freezer you, section. You've been touching the freezer section. I've been slowly oh. getting, you know, dipping my foot in. Like I know somebody. Like I love Aldi, right? And uh, I worked for Aldi. I loved all. I love Aldi. I know somebody who will not eat food from Aldi, no matter what Why? it is. They, I mean, because are, they're, you know, I mean, they just they were they grew up with the idea of, like Aldi just you know do that. And like I had that idea about Dollar Tree food, but slowly but surely. Oh, yeah. Is it, it's whittling its way the in. The first time I brought Dan into Dollar Tree. Yeah. Okay. Oh, had he been into a Dollar Tree before then? Had he? Yeah. Uh, you would think not. Really? I mean, he he loves to do this thing, and it's it's really funny. After, you know, later on, he'll ask me questions, and I'm trying to I answer him back quickly, just because I'm I'm in my zone. He knew this was my this is my spot. I got my buggy. I'm you know I'm. Going through my she lanes. She calls it a buggy. By the way, for those who don't know what a buggy is, that's the shopping cart. She calls a it a buggy. Cart. You know, I've realized like, I say buggy a lot to people. Like, in a grocery store, like, can I have your buggy? And I've learned they probably all look at me like, you know, I'm like smiling away. Thanks. You know, they're like, what is she talking about? Is but, that a baby carriage up north? I don't know. It's just. Stroller, I thought. What, a stroller? A, a no, buggy. You know? A buggy. Like, I grew up a buggy being a Volkswagen, you know? Huh. It's a, a, the punch buggy. But we call those uh, bugs. Bugs. Well, that's, you know, that's that's the other one. What else would be a buggy? Oh, you know what else people refer to as buggy? Like the carts that they bring from home? You know, the, oh, the ones uh, that are low to the ground? Yeah, yeah. those. I've heard those being referred to as a buggy. I've referred to them as a buggy. I mean, they'd be time. way more convenient than so um, a. Me, yeah, bagging the own. Gr- I mean, but I would still just like toss all my stuff in those. Yeah, like, and that for me, like having to have, like, you know, for work, having to load those fucking things. It no matter how you pack it, it's always a pain in the ass. Like those things are, you know, for laundry. The one with good. wheels or the bags? The to- the bags or the, the little, wheels? The the wheeled ones the, that look like yeah, little cages you that can are put a lot of pop in there. You can totally it. put a lot of pop in there. She calls it fucking pop. I call it soda. You guys call it pop. Yeah, this is a really weird. I say y'all I, and pop in the same sentence, and I don't care about it. Y'all, y'all is fine. I use y'all. Um, but you're right. Yeah, that's something that you don't really hear a lot up here. Uh, I thought, and also I thought in, a, in Georgia, you guys refer to everything as Coke. Not I, you know, it's people ask me that. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I never drink Coke. I drink Sprite. 
Yeah, but like, even if it's Sprite, that's just no. That's, I think that's, that's what people cool. say. I w- I would like to hear someone else's opinion on this. I don't. I was ask my my girls in Georgia. I do not remember ever being like, "Oh, I'll take a Coke and then get Coke and be pissed off." You know? <laughs> well, it would be like, like what the "Fuck, it's my Sprite." It would be like that. Would be like you know Sprite Coke or something. I don't know how the fuck. But you I also moved. I moved out of Georgia um, when I was twenty one. I started like like traveling. So, okay, so where have you traveled to? What places? Um, I moved. <laughs> I think I was twenty one uh, to Costa Rica. Costa Rica, okay, that's a big move for a 21-year-old to make. Like, not, she didn't go on vacation there, guys. She fucking <laughs> moved to Costa Rica. What was that like? Well, it was just what was it, one thing after another. I was trying to transfer schools in Georgia, messed it up, didn't do it right. And when I went to the school to apply or um, try to send in my, my admissions or whatever, they told me I had to drive to the other college to get some paperwork and drive all the way back. And I go, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, see, I'm and that's... That's that like thing. an hour drive, two hours. <laughs> see, <laughs> and that and that just goes to show you, getting an education should not be this fucking complicated. You know, it's, it's a really... Uh, the more... Because the more, as the older I get, I, I don't watch reality TV. I, you know you know me. I'm on my documentaries or, you know, my crime documentaries. <laughs> you know, like, you know me, World War Two. Like, that's all I'm, and like, so when I was younger, when I'm eight, when I'm 18, I didn't care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. We talked about my anthropology class earlier today. When y'all asked me what anthropology was. Well, I didn't ask you what it was. Dan didn't. Yeah. You learned, didn't you, from my answer? You know (laughs) what? what? You know what? For the sake of this podcast, I did not know what anthropology was before today. And now I am fully educated and know what anthropology is. Please. No, not not at all. I knew exactly what anthropology was. Dan goes, what's anthropology? I said, it's the study of people. That's that's Dan being a vagina. Dan, uh, Dan wanted to learn the answer. So he did. <laughs> so he did it. Oh wow, yeah. that is that is some gaslighting no kung fu right I there. Think, I, I bet the people listening I, to this that know what anthropology they're probably like, dang guys. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not gonna do it. You know what we should talk about since we're on the since I, I watch watch how I segue into this fucking thing. Are you ready for this, squirrel? Okay. Are you ready? Since we're talking about anthropology, anthropology is the study of the in the history of people and the development is, of people, right? Okay. <laughs> no, now, all right. Right. Uh, the, well, I kind of spat that out. I'm pretty sure I didn't double check it. Though. Yeah. Okay. But that's okay. I'm I'm telling you because <laughs> I know that oh. that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, that so. Was right. So and then you know you know one of the things they learn about is the development of of people, the tools mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. technology, and we have reached a technological milestone. I talked with Dan about this on his episode. How fucking cool is the Oculus Quest Two, guys? This oh. podcast unofficially brought to you by Oculus Gosh. Oculus Quest Two. Epicheque <laughs> Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram. Hit me up. You know what? During Jamal's episode, I did not, because we were so like engaged in the conversation. You didn't get to advertising. Didn't get to advertise dang. anything. Well, at least I'm making, uh, help us make money. Yeah. You know? He came up with an interesting point about self-promotion, which, you know, I you know I definitely see his perspective on I see both perspectives I can't wait on. to hear the podcast. Jamal is insanely intelligent. I love talking to him. He is. And he's, he's you know, that, that, I'm I'm going to sleep on some of the things that, you know, I have to. When do I get to listen to that, by the way? Uh, so I'm trying to figure out the order because um, it's, I wanted to do Dan's this Tuesday and then do Jamal's following, you know. And then when I talk to Jamal, I'm just like, Jesus, this is a fucking powerful oh, episode. Oh, so mine, mine is like, mine can't be last then, huh? 
No, yours is definitely the last one of the three. But, you know, it's <laughs> definitely not the last one that I'm doing this week. Like, I'm keeping it in some order. But of the three, yes, yours is the last. Not for any other reason, but just because I think I should still go with Dan first. Because I talk about his episode, Injun Ball's episode. Oh, yeah. Dan's the cutest. He, see this? Cause, because Dan Garcia is the cutest. Uh, we are absolutely... It's close. It's really close, but... We're, we're going to leave there. Also, I think... I mean, me and Jamal's episode is heavy. Dan's, Dan's, and I, Dan's episode is very straightforward, very interview-like. Oh. You know, yours, yours and mine's kind of light and breezy. So I think that's like... I like the way that plays out. It's just like, hey, you're, you, yeah. have a sh- you have a straight interview here. You have a, whoa, they're talking about some crazy shit here. And then you have a light and breezy one. I think. So, when you were talking about you're going to do one another uh, podcast this week, do I? are you going to still be using my tie-dye table? I will not be using your tie-dye you, I table. I don't mind. I don't mind. I, did you see that little table I have in the corner over there? She has so many tables, and they're all filled with oh, tie-dye. The, it, the tie-dye is the messy... And I'm a messy person. I yeah. mean, I leave trails, and I, I'm a, I clean, but I... I she can't keep up. So she nests. So if you <laughs> if you want to know where I she's been. I get comfortable. Been, I get comfortable. She gets comfortable. <laughs> so like if you're, if you go over to her house at any given time, this is at both places. This is at every place that I've known her to live at. Dan's old place, her place, this place. You can tell where she's been sitting most of the day because she has all of her leavings oh my God, in a semicircle so around her. So she has easy access to you it. You should see me on the airplane. So when we... Yeah, how does that even work on the airplane? I have people all the time tell me I'm like a nester. And I say, say I, I yeah. get comfortable. Yeah. Um, and when, that when she says nest, that's the best way to describe it. It looks like that. It actually looks like that. Is this working? Yeah. Why are you hearing? I'm staticky. Mine's staticky too. You know why? Because it's Dan told me that these headphones. Oh, cool. There it is. Wow, so that was staticky for you too. Yeah. Shit, it's you cut out a couple times. No, I like having little fuck ups in my pocket. I'm telling you, like people are like, oh, don't you want a perfect, perfect? Like, no. The no fact- well, <laughs> what are we doing? We're t- what were we talking about before that? We were talking about how you nest on airplanes. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So, so like I. I've, on the aircraft, like, we'll have different positions. You'll fly position A, B, C, or D, sometimes D. Um, so, like, the A flight attendant, for example. The A flight attendant will be up front throughout the entire flight. They're, they're boarding up there. They're doing announcements. They're in charge mostly of talking to the pilots and doing the announcements throughout the cabin. But we also have the, the galley to ourselves. Oh, my. You, you've been on an airplane. You've seen all the little cubby holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. I got lotion in one of them. I got... I got my my pens in one. I got my candy in another one. I have my food in another one. I have my iPad in another one. I have my Switch in somewhere else. So it's, that plane doesn't become the company's plane when she's on. It's her oh, fucking dude, plane. It's mine all day. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So if you ever fly on Southwest and you see Squirrel on there, just know that she's calling the shots. You know, and if you land in your city, it's because she let that happen. Oh my! So many times. I and if anybody is on Southwest plane, you see a flight attendant playing playing Switch. Let us know. We'll play too. I have. There's been a couple. I have made friends. Like I have passengers. Like walking. Like so many times walking through the aircraft. I see everybody from. Well, not everybody. Got kids from six to adults to forty playing. Now, you guys have to understand. You know physically what squirrel is. Okay, <laughs> squirrel is four foot. What four ten? Right. Four eleven. She's four eleven. You know she. I'm not gonna say her age. Okay, but we're not... I'm going to say my age. She's 33 years old. I'm 43. She's 33 yeah. years old. See, that makes okay. it... Yeah. If, 
I've I have carded her before I knew her. I've car I carded her at least three times. Like even though I like kind of remember her the second time, I'm just like this. Yeah, but still, she looks like she's fucking fifteen. She's gonna get carded until she's fifty three. Uh, when she's on airplane, when she's on flights, oh, and correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, like kids will talk to her just like they're like they're talking to a peer because it's <laughs> confusing to them. They don't they don't understand what they're dealing. Well, with. We also so. don't. Have, well, talking to I, I like to I like kids. I like I like to. You like everybody. I like nice people. She likes nice people. Kids don't complain. That's the thing. Like, people... uh, uh, Southwest, people complain. Like, people don't want to fly to Vegas. People don't want to do Vegas flights. People don't want to do Orlando flights. Yeah. I would do an Orlando flight any day over a Vegas flight. (laughs) That's a surprise. I completely Your Orlando flights are all full full of kids. Kids don't complain. Kids aren't going to hit the call light right after takeoff. They're amazing in the air. Turbulence and demand, you know, can can I have a Jack and Coke? So... You know? Yeah. Kids don't do that. Kids don't order Jack don't and Cokes. Bring- and guess what? If you're on a flight and you see a kid ordering Jack and Coke, you're not on a Southwest flight because they don't let that shit happen on Southwest. Oh, I always say, because I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. And I, you know, maybe I am going to lie. Winky, winky. Uh, when people ask for a drink and they look young to me, I go, tell me your birthday right now, right now, right now. Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. that when I was a cashier <laughs> at Jewel, putting them on the spot like that. Oh, yeah. And also, like, after a while, like, I got accustomed to knowing what a fake uh, ID looks like. And, like, uh, the worst part is when they give me, like, an excuse. That one I don't like. It's just... Yeah, it's, kids don't do that in an airplane, though. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They're not I going to. I wouldn't have yeah. an idea. Like, I remember... I So, I've been working at Southwest five years now. I remember... It's not. It's been very rare, very, very rare that I've checked an ID. And when I when I'm looking at it, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. I have no idea what the year would be. See. So now I'm just pretending to look at this ID. And then I remember walking back to the galley. I'm like, Hey guys, <laughs> this person was born in '91. Can they drink? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. I'm I'm exhausted. See, but at least you're honest about that. I think a lot of people. I knew somebody who got fired at Jewel just because they couldn't. And like when you saw the person that was buying the liquor from yeah. them, it was very obvious they shouldn't have sold them. Like no matter what idea this person had, it was just like you're clearly thirteen. And like well, well. it was a it was a sting. No, no, it was a sting. Like they had cops there waiting to see if they were going to sell it to this customer. <gasps> oh, and they like the person that like the, the yeah like the. The kid that they sent, you could tell it was just like like they were doing it to get out of Chicago. something. This is Chicago. The Chicago um, cops are really going after a kid. Using well, no, 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 no. You, you you have to understand. Like they're not going. They don't give a shit about the kid. What they care is the trying maker? to catch out what the maker of the ideas or something. No, they care about catching out the grocery store for selling to kids to minors. Because they get fine, like the fine for that for the store is five thousand dollars minimum. You could revoke the license for the for the what we call it, and the person will get instantly fired. Like like that's grounds for instant termination, you know. Wow. So, but and they have but they have to run checks like that to keep you on your fucking toes. Well, they all, in the restaurant industry, they said I remember I so I was a waitress before I uh, became a flight attendant. Um, that they're constantly the wars always. Uh, I think they called them. I know at the in the airline industry when you have like a supervisor or something come on they're called ghost riders but I think they're they're like the secret shoppers yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the name of them um yeah like, so supposedly when I was waitressing if anyone looked under eighty you have you have to card to. them ours is oh it was the worst our our whole thing is for groceries it's if you ask them and they say anything under twenty seven you have to see an ID. 
Oh, you ask them how old they are? Absolutely. Oh, and that's like a, like a, I just did well, that by my the, own ethic. Yeah, own. like for me, like that's like my first, the first rung on my bullshit ladder is okay, how yeah, old yeah. are you? You have to be able to say that really fast. If you, you have to think about it, it's like I'm not selling it But to at the same time, if someone asked me really quick how old I was, it might take me 33, you know? Like, yeah, but that's, t- uh, okay, but then I would like, I would yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah, me, but looking at young. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you say it like that, it's just like I'm definitely going to hit you up for an ID, even if you say you're 43. I'm just like, oh, okay. And also, look at you. You look, you know, 16-year-old squirrel. I remember. So, you know, did you ever uh, wait tables? Okay. Well, the worst thing. Well, a lot of terrible things waiting tables, but <laughs> I would imagine yeah. one would imagine. All right, heck, tell me you've seen the movie Waiting. Yes, Dude. I saw it. Matter of fact, I saw it not like maybe maybe four days ago. No, oh, it's so good. It's yeah. it's on. The point. sequel's on, fucking terrible, by the way. I didn't know I didn't there, know was, there was one. It's awful. Oh. It is so bad. But the first one, yeah, the first one. I Dude, when she's like the the what's her the girl that's like smiling but super yeah. like, acting like bipolar, but she's crazy, just so smiling. And second, so she hot. steps in that kitchen. Yeah, she is like mouthing all that. It's, that's because it's it's extremely stressful oh, yeah. at a restaurant because especially if you get seated in a off pattern. Um, well, well, both you and I have a lot of experience doing customer facing jobs, so it's like you know, and dealing with escalated stressful people. So, well, I, I, mean, st- that's, I stopped carding people because you know yeah. how long it takes. So you got a group of five ladies, yeah, and I know they're over twenty one, yeah, you know. And I asked them for their ID. You know how long it takes them to get it out? Oh I God, have yeah. so much other shit to do. I'm like, you know what? I'll just come back and check it. Like, yeah. I just, that's just something that made me, reminded me of that. Like, how long it, like, I don't have time for this. Like, yeah. I mean, and most of the time, too, it's less like, you know, asking them their age and doing that is like kind of a baseline. Like, that'll, like, that'll give you enough of a yeah. reason to give them, be like, and this, if you're oh, going to lie to a flight attendant on an aircraft, because we can threat, we can get the cops meet the oh, plane. Yeah. We can do so much stuff. Yeah, like, sure. a lot of us kind of mess, mess with kids. Not kids, but, like, people yeah. that get, I've heard stories of flight attendants with passengers that are, get drunk. Maybe 21-year-olds. Of course. I've had, I have, someone told me that this guy changed clothes throughout the flight because the flight attendant told him he was, the police were going to meet the aircraft. Because he was, I think, a belligerent. Uh, yeah, belligerently drunk, yeah. Yeah, and so he got so scared of the flight attendant, he changed clothes. <laughs> he got the plane and different stuff. Oh, it was so funny. Guys. He taught him a lesson, though. See that? And that's how you got to learn a lesson to, sometimes. Guys, you have a shitty customer-facing job where you've had to deal with belligerent drunk people. Hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Squirrel, any parting words for the listeners? Um, if I, I would love for people to be able to, I wanted to talk more about tie-dye. That's all I do now. You know what's funny? It's here. Here we go. Uh, Dan Garcia has never tie-dye before, never touched dye, not that he knows about. Um, <laughs> That's right. And, In his sleep, she, she yeah, gets him to tie-dye. tie-dye every, yeah. yeah. Everywhere. He's accidentally tie dyed for sure. He knows so much about tie dye; it's insane. I would hope so. And the way I've heard him just talk to people about it, I've heard him like upstairs with his coworkers because he's always wearing my stuff because he, well, he likes a, it. He's a fucking nerd. He, he's de- such a he deep cuts everything. He's, he's a hippie too. Uh, guys, if you were in the Chicago comedy scene and you know Dan Garcia, you know everything he's we're saying a about him. And but so, he used to yeah. only wear black, and black looks really good on him. A heavy metal guy, man. What do you expect? You know, and then you Jamal you, you keeps saying that. that he can't he can't keep wearing the tie dye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't he's trust revoking that man. His I don't man, trust man. Trust that man. 
You know what you got to do? No, fuck that. You got to get Jamal to start wearing the tie-dye. I've made him. Jamal was actually the first person that actually asked me to make do something particular to an item of clothing. So Jamal was like my first customer. That is what's up. I made him some cool pants, actually. Squirrel Swirls on Instagram. Check her out. Um, um, do you still want to talk more about tie-dye? I mean, you know, again, we're... or Normally, I like doing 40 minutes, but after doing the hour-long marathon... You know, kind of opened up at the forty-one minute mark, so no rush if you want. Oh, to you know what? Let's talk about something random. Well, we can do. Yeah, this let's all talk night. about some random shit. Um, one of the things that <laughs> was funny when we met was my pumpkins. Oh my god! So yeah, so as you guys know, holiday holiday time <laughs> at grocery stores, they get an insane amount of pumpkins, more than they realistically sell. Uh, no, they always sell. They're always gone, Derek. Yeah, but they're, they're, like, you, you have to understand how many of those things. Do you see where like Jewel... Like, overnight they listen, go. It's know, ridiculous. Yeah, but overnight, a lot of times they go, and we don't realize that they go. It's bullshit. And, you okay. know, and I call, and they, they say they don't know where they are, and then I know they're upstairs. Yeah, because, you know why? Okay, so here's the thing. So... What you don't understand is, like, at some point they have to stop ordering them or else they're just going to go bad because we're not selling them. So but people buy them in November. Yeah, but I once you have to understand, once, when, when, once pumpkin pie season is kind of done, that's kind of like I when pumpkins are done. I don't think I've never, I've never met anybody yeah. that know, has made pumpkin pie out of a pumpkin. I have, and believe You've me. You've made it? I, no, no, I've had pumpkin pie made from a pumpkin, and it is not. I, it, take that canned pureed shit any day of the week over it. Sound, it. it sounds like it would be healthy. Well, it would be well, I don't know. The reason why I bring up the pumpkin pie is the, is that that's the season. The reason why pumpkin pie is a thing is because that's the season for pumpkins. Well, yes, but okay. so okay, people, everybody has pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, dude. You know they were out I, of pumpkins by Thanksgiving. I know, but that's okay. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like the part of the reason why pumpkin pie exists is because people are getting rid of pumpkins <sighs> at that time. So it's just like that's like the growing season, and that's what I'm sorry. That's the harvest season for pumpkins, and that's why they sell them, and they have a brief well, I used window to put to sell them on my bicycle uh, at so, 3 a.m. after a class so semantics about how pumpkins are harvested aside she would and again <laughs> she's tiny her her bike is a full-size bike i don't know it has how, a basket though basket good size basket. but how the fuck did you get to the top of the bike oh i i, mean, I just I have to step a little bit i mean i can't jump on a bike like most people because i'm yeah. a little short um but I, I get by just fine she got I by rode just that fine. ginormous pumpkin or right, i texted you yeah. two minutes later when i got home to never let me do that again yeah, so one of the one of our earliest experiences together was she buys a pumpkin that's probably about a third of her size, right? Okay, weight wise, it's easily half of her. We get it onto the basket of her bike, and she she lived a block and a half away, but I don't know how the fuck she navigated this bike I have a block a, and, and a half. And I'm pretty good at making shit work, and it was not easy. She is. She could whip that bike around. It's too big. You but, know what's funny? None of these people know what I do with the pumpkins. Okay, and you know what? Let's you know what? I, I kind of want to tell them, but I kind of want to leave we them to leave the mystery. We another episode, people, because yeah. you know I, I do love those pumpkins. Guys, hit me up if you want to hear another episode with uh, <laughs> Jessica Squirrel. By the way, I give people the email and the contact information. They never contact me through those ways. They just tell me in person. So I'm like. You know, I, I'm so glad I set up an email for this fucking podcast that nobody uses. You know what's funny? Epic it's like, what's your email? Epic Cheat Day. Yeah. Okay. Epic Cheat Day Podcast. So it's all one word at gmail.com. When I was sending it up, somebody took Epic Cheat Day. So that was an already taken one. So I was just like, oh, oh if my I just God, say, Of course. Of course. So anyway, guys, this uh, my guest has been Jessica Squirrel Morley. 
close friend of mine, uh, Dan Garcia's future wife, uh, knock on some wood and, uh, yeah, and check her out, Squirrel Swirls, uh, she does, check out her tie-dye, she's a tie-dye master, big mm. fan of stand-up comedy, you'll probably see her in the crowd at shows, she will laugh. And I'm not doing stand-up, remember you said you're gonna get me I, to do it? We, one just... day we're gonna get her in front of an audience doing stand-up. I'll just start selling tie-dye. Look, you told, you, listen, she'll come there and she'll start selling her tie-dye, <laughs> buy her tie-dye at the show, Dan's merch is gonna be all tie-dye. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening once again. Squirrel, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes, I really I'm appreciate it. I'm happy to it. have you over. And she's happy to have <laughs> me over. Guys, take care. Mike, we're good.